بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا This is the discussion of the chapter of Salah When you began this chapter We explained that that which was the most vital for the salvation, for the power of the individual against all shaitani conspiracies, attacks, Allah Taala makes that the most vital. So from the actions, salah was made. And such severe warnings were given that a time came that people began thinking that the only thing in salah is like, you must read it, otherwise you'll be punished. Whereas that was very far from what it was. More it was that you need to read the Salah. Otherwise you're not going to survive. See if a person says the one sentence, like, I'll punish you if you don't do it. Then it becomes like a burden. The other one is for you to survive you need to do this. Then it becomes like a goal. So we spoke about the chapter of time and how when a person understands that my survival is dependent on this. My qurb to Allah is dependent on this. This is my honor. Then he also searches, searches for the time in which to perform the salah. It does not become that he just needs to get it done. But because it's such a unique thing, he says that five minutes are rather put it in the best spot. And that's why there was so much of ikhtilaf that what is the best spot to put every salah. After this chapter comes the chapter of Babu Fadilati Salawat. In Zamzam it is mentioned very clearly that Az-Zamzam lima shuribala. Otherwise the water of Zamzam got everything in it. The benefit, the miracles, the vitamins. But still it was mentioned that what you will drink it for, that's what you're going to find in it. Which means that every person who's drinking Zamzam is going to get a different amount of benefit in accordance to what he's thinking when he's drinking it. As for what's in the zamzam, the same minerals are there. So that's going to go in the body, the body is going to benefit. So what was mentioned that lima shuribala, it will give out certain effects according to what the mind thinks about. So if a person says memory, then immediately the memory opens when that zamzam is drunk. And like how the body, the mind speaks to the heart, and it says to the heart, I need blood in a certain place. Then the heart sends it. A person gets injured in a certain place. The whole body works. What we have to send there, how to heal the thing as quick as possible. When a person has an intention and he drinks zamzam, that body responds immediately. And that zamzam then goes to fulfill that need of the body. So if he's drinking zamzam because there's some pain in the back, and as though that water knows or the brain says to the water that you coming into the body because you need to go and see what's happening in the back. Similarly, salawat is like that. Quran is like that. That a person when he thinks about something, he will find it's doing what he wants. If he puts his mind in a certain direction and he starts reading Quran, he will find Quran will fulfill that maqsad. A poet said regarding Durud Sharif, he says, وَمُنذُ أَلْزَمْتُ أَفْكَارِي مُحَمَّدًا وَجَدْتُهُ لِخَلَاسِي خَيْرَ مُلْتَزَمِي صلى الله عليه وسلم. 
Meaning he reached a level that whenever he had a problem, then the thinking of the problem, he started reading Duru Sharif. And the whole problem went away. So like that, there are those people who have learned how to take their powers from what we call amal. And there are those people who just do the amal because he says that after entering into Islam, this is my duty. One person who sees it like a duty, he will always try to cut short, cut corners. One person who sees it like an honor, that in this is my salvation, he will always try to make it fine. Every part of it must be unique. One person who got a car, but he doesn't really see the car benefiting him. He just knows it needs to take me to my destination and back. He'll jump in that car, it will be dirty, he won't really bother about it. Because he doesn't really see any izzat coming from it, any further benefit. It's just to get the job done. And another person he finds in his car, that besides it taking me to where I go, that speed with which it takes me, the honor that it gives me, the protection it gives me, that he'll always work on the fine parts of the car. And he'll find a scratch, it will hurt him. I must get rid of the scratch. He will walk around, sometimes he'll look at his car and he'll admire it, sometimes he'll be upset, why is it dirty? His own mind will go. When salawat can become like that, a maqsat, that this is my conveyance to a very far journey. And I'm only giving five minutes. Because as we mentioned, the time of that first salah doesn't go more than 15. It is a 15 minute issue where I make the wudu. I come in the masjid, I got a few minutes before the salah. Then the imam normally in 5 to 10 minutes will finish the salah. In that 5 and 10 minutes, my mind must be there that now can I just concentrate? My body must be there, can I just stand straight? So the first narration in this chapter, Fadilatul Salawat, that what is the salah going to give me? Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, The one who performed his salah before the sun rose, meaning his fajr. And he performed his salah before the sun set, meaning his asr. In the chapters of salawat, these two salahs are mentioned lot. Because these are the two types where a person's iman and the strength of his iman is tested. During the rest of the time to perform the salah is very easy. Because like, there's not much against the nafs. In our madrasa it's slightly different. That's why you could have added an extra salah for the student, zuhar salah. Because they sat, sat, sat in class right till half past twelve. Now when half past twelve comes, you see some students when the whole world is coming to Darul Mazad, well they're going somewhere else. The reason is now I'm tired like, but normally in the world it's not like that. People in the world, they get tired of the shops. So Zohar time they look for like, I need to get out. I'll read my Zohar Salah, I'll go for lunch, I'll get. And they'll be very happy to go for the Zohar. They'll say I need extra one and a half hours, one hour break. But add a little bit extra because I need to perform my Zohar Salah. In our madrasa, the workers, they get half an hour for Zohar Salah and one hour for like lunch. So it becomes one and a half hours. So they're like very happy about that Zohar time because who will extra give you extra half an hour? So in the world outside, because they get tired by Zohar time, they look for escape from the dunya. They find Zohar is the best. In the madrasa, the opposite happens. That a person is involved so much in deen that he looks for an escape also. And it just happens that Zohar time becomes an escape. So he needs to get out. 
So for every person, normally it would have been the Fajr and the Asr. But for every person, there will be some Salat which is hard compared to the rest. That is the test of his Iman. For majority of the world, it will be Fajr Salah. For a night watchman, Fajr Salah will be like the easiest. Because it gives him a time to just like get off the patrolling and hey, let me go read my Salah. Wash a little bit. 20-25 minutes will go in the I'll read some Quran, then I'll come out again, work starts. For him, Fajr is the best Salah. Like he's waiting for it. But for the man sleeping, that Fajr Salah is very hard. And the Asr Salah for majority of the world. The reason is that the market would just be closing Asr time. So normally man's nature is when the time comes to close, that's when you just say, little bit work, little bit work. And that's when that last pull comes. Because it's closing. By Maghrib time they would close. Before the sun sets, everything must be done. So every businessman would just want to like pull that Asr. And as that Asr would start coming closer towards what was known as the Makru time, sunset was still at a distance. But what an exam Allah made like. A while before sunset. Now the businessman was told stop. And then he'll just push a little bit more, a little bit more. And at that time to say no, I'm stopping. It's not an easy thing. That's why it was said that the one who pushes, he said that's the salah of the hypocrite. And then the one who just stops there, the opposite of nifaq will be iman. Like how he stopped? But everyone else said few more minutes, and he said no, bus now. I done enough for the day. Tomorrow I'll continue. Look at the fadila that was mentioned. Layyali jannara ahadun. No person who has performed these two salahs will ever enter the fire. There's one narration a person reads La ilaha illallah 100 times. Then his face will shine like the full moon on the day of Qiyamah. So the ulama discuss that there's so many things to be done in Islam. And for each of those things that if you don't do it, what punishments were mentioned? So this person is only reading La ilaha illallah hundred times. So what about everything else? That if he hasn't done that, he's not going to be shining, he'll be burning. But the narration said, no, he will be shining. This narration said, he will not enter the fire. That Len, with taqid, he'll never ever enter the fire. But the question is, that a person who steals, a person who makes zina, so the same, the answer that's given there, that if a person reads La ilaha illallah nicely, and he reads it 100 times, but again the thing is, nicely, it will create such an effect on him, just like how when you have the moon that just starts, at that time everything is black. And there's only one light which is shown to the world. But as the moon is given time, you'll see the line getting bigger. Light getting bigger and darkness getting smaller. So that man who continues with La ilaha illallah hundred times daily but nicely, a time will come that what's evil in him will get pushed out. It won't allow it. But the condition was nicely. And if it's not pulling him out, then it means your La ilaha illallah is not nice. Otherwise it would have made you shine. Similarly, that man who's performing his Fajr and his Asr Salah, or that Salah which he finds to be a little difficult, and still he finds it's not taking him out of Haram, then he must know that he's not reading that Salah nicely. That's all. 
So all he has to say is, I am giving that five minutes. But if that five minutes is not giving the result, then why don't I just tighten the screw on that five minutes? And now when I am going for that Fajr Salah, I am reaching here. Yeah? The student knows if he's not reaching three days, his name will be on that form. Three days is not a good thing. So somehow or the other, he makes it. Last minute, he'll wake up, he'll get there. So getting to the masjid is a different issue. But at least now once you got there, that five minutes that I need to give, because the hadith promised me, if I read the fajr, and I read that asr, which means a salah which is difficult, then the fire is not going to come to me. I'm not going to the fire. Which means the actions which makes man a nari, that actions have to start coming out from me. From the beginning when we discussed all of this here, we said that amal was there for power. The people complained living a imani life outside is very hard. So the answer was that it's hard because you're not taking vitamins. What power you are supposed to get, we're not getting. So obviously when you go out, you will see my battery is flat. Someone will say the power is that when you are charging, the charger wasn't working. And the man just pushed it in. Or using the wrong charger. So we are giving that exact amount of time for our salah. But if you're not finding results, then maybe we just need to see how is my salah. Same amount of time. So when I enter the masjid the next time, that man who knows what he wants to get from something, he will find it. Az-zamzam lima shuribala. Zamzam will give what man is drinking it for. Salah will give what he's drinking. As he enters the masjid and he just thinks that I've been promised if I'm reading this Fajr and Asr, I am not a Nari. You will see when he leaves the masjid, his whole tabiat will change. His nature will change. That today I don't want to do anything that's wrong. Just because when he entered, he entered, I need to charge my battery. So this is the Fajr and Asr which we are all reading. Man al bardain. Nabi Sallallahu said two salahs are very cold. That was normally the Fajr Salah and would have been most of the time the Isha Salah. When it's very very cold. Dakhal al Jannah. Sometimes you would say the one walking in darkness. Give him glad tidings. He will never see darkness on that day. All of these fadail were mentioned not just to get the person to the masjid. That when you're going, have a maqsad that why I'm going. Now when that person gets a little lazy and he says, hey, it's very dark. And immediately the fadila tells him, but that's what you're looking for. You're looking for light in the darkness. That's where you're going to get it. That's when that individual goes. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke about the fajr and asr salah. He said, يَتَعَاقَبُونَ فِيكُمْ مَلَائِكَةٌ بِاللَّيْلِ وَمَلَائِكَةٌ بِالنَّهَارِ The angels of the day and the angels of the night, which we all know. But whose angels? Our angels. So I have my angels. They call my protecting angels. Not the angels of the masjid, obviously. Like security guards. My angels and your angels, which I call our protecting angels, they have shafs. So there will be a certain time when that angels who are coming to relieve these angels and angels don't need time to be relieved. It's not like our workers. They say after 24 hours, 12 hours, I'm tired now. Angels don't get tired. So what was the need for Almighty Allah calling one angel up and sending another angel down? Because the angel don't get tired. It's not like my angels are going to fall asleep. They take turns. 
upon you, your angels of the night and your angels of the day. وَيَجْتَمِعُوا فِي صَلَاةِ الْفَجْرِ وَصَلَاةِ الْعَصْرِ And there will be two times when both of them are there. That's when they're changing shafts. But it could have happened, one just went and the other then came. They don't meet. But Allah says, no, you all will meet. But the first question is, what's the purpose of angels making shafts? My angel. Because the angel is not getting tired. So what happens when the angel goes up? And when that one comes down? That angel when he goes up, where does he go? He goes to an area which is known as an area very close to a unique tajalli of Almighty Allah, which I can't enjoy here down. All that that angel goes, he makes, it's called insilak. He enters into that beauty. And his entire rung again, color becomes soaked with that beauty. And because he is my angel, so when he comes back, he brings that for me. And he stays with me the whole day as my protecting angel and the other one then is getting that. So what happens is Allah has ensured that around me always the color which is called the color of divine tajalli is always close to me. So the charging which I was looking for that angels are bringing that. That we will continue going and bringing. Going and bringing. All we need from you is that you also draw it. So those angels are with. But Allah Taala made a time where both angels are told you all be together with the man. One angel is brand new and the other angel is ending off his last butt of that tajalli. And normally when you're giving something off at the ending, the glass, you're pouring it out. That last few drops and now I'm going. At that time there, the amount of nur that that individual gets because one angel is brand new and one angel is dropping off his last drops. And he's supposed to become soaked in that. This happens at the time of the Fajr and at the time of the Asr. The final soaking. And thereafter, Those angels that spend the night with you. It will happen in the same thing, those angels who spend the day with you. But normally, the night is more a time of what is called ma'asiyat, evil. Sin. So those angels that spend the night with you, as soon as they go up and they enter into the divine court of Almighty Allah, فَيَسْأَلُهُمْ رَبُّهُمْ Then Allah Taala asked them, وَهُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِهِمْ Whereas Allah is most aware of His servants. Or Allah is most aware of them. He asked them, كَيْفَ Tarakta ibadi. That how did you leave my servant? So who's that servant? That servant is me. And that servant is you. Which means after every Fajr Salah, my name is mentioned. But how was he? So the worst that will happen will be that the angel will say, Today he must Fajr. Just like when the Ustad says, who must Fajr today then? Say, again you. The worst will be when the angel reaches there and he says, he must it. Say, How did you leave him? So one is that individual who stopped his business at the right time. 
And someone told him, what are you getting like? You can just finish off this last customer. And he says, no, my name is going to be asked. Roll call is going to be taken right now. I'm going to be asked, Kaifa, the angel will be asked, how did you leave my servant? And in the morning, that angel will be asked, how did you leave him? Meaning, was he there for his fajr? فَيَقُولُونَ And the angel then says, تَرَكْنَاهُمْ وَهُمْ يُصَلُّونَ Amazing this question is. It is called the questions of love. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on a certain ghazwa, which is famous, but he said, whoever has anything in their house, they must bring it. So Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu on that day, it's famous that he brought whatever was in his house. And Umar radiallahu anhu brought half of what he owned. And Umar radiallahu anhu said, today I will take so much that even Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu I will beat. And it was his desire that at least once to beat him. So historians write that Abu Umar radiallahu anhu did bring more than Umar Abu Bakr radiallahu He did bring more. Because he had more at that time in his possession than Abu Bakr radiallahu So when coming, if Nabi Sallallahu had asked, Oh Umar, how much have you brought? Then obviously his answer would have been more than the answer of Abu Bakr radiallahu But Almighty Allah would never want that even in a question and an answer that Abu Bakr radiallahu comes out second. So the question of love changed then. That what have you left? So he said, I left half. Half I brought, half I left. So when he was asked, what did you leave? Not what you brought. When he asked, what you brought? He would say, I only had so much. I brought whatever I got, but small. When he asked, what did you leave? Then he gave the answer, I left only Allah and the messenger of Allah at home. Meaning, I left nothing. He asked, what did you bring? Like, it would have been also a small amount, because at that time in his house, there was not so much. Question of love. Here also there's a question of love. The angel that spent the entire night with the servant, Almighty Allah could have asked, how did you find him at night? And the answer would have been, he slept. What a question was asked. How did you leave him? So the answer then will be, تَرَكْنَاهُمْ وَهُمْ يُصَلُّونَ That when the time leaving came, we left them when they were in Salah. Because we gathered at Fajr time. And they were coming to the masjid. Could have been asked, how was the night? Because you're the angel of the whole night, isn't it? That what happened during the night? The sun of the night. Evil of the night. Wasting time at night. Then sleeping. Nothing was asked. One thing was asked, how did you leave him? And when he says that we left him in salah. And he says, and you know what? When we came to them also, asr time we came. وَأَتَيْنَاهُمْ وَهُمْ يُصَلُّونَ when we came to them, they were in Salah. When we left them, they were in Salah. What a question. How the answer had to be. As though whenever I found them, I found them in Salah. Whereas in between, there was no Salah. But how that question was. And how the angel knew how to answer. They don't complain of the servant of Allah to Allah. Allah only wants to hear good about his servants. So when he said, تَرَكْنَاهُمْ وَهُمْ يُصَلُّونَ Then he said, وَأَتَيْنَاهُمْ and when we came to them, or also in Salah, one time when guests came to the madrasa, he went out for his bayan, when he came back it was quite late, quite late, about maybe half past eleven or something. And he was sleeping there in that mehman khana. So when he entered, he saw the whole madrasa, mutala was full. Like, activity was on. He was so thrilled. Like, 
the madrasa standard is on such a high level. He went back, he spoke about the madrasa, that what he found, the level of the students. Late at night I came and they were still busy studying. It was in <laughs> he came at the right time. He could have stayed at two o'clock in the morning when I found him. The wrong time you come, then you don't mention after that. This is the words of love that when you pray something, then you always look for the good. You don't go and ask like how come? And say, oh, imtihan. You just mention what top students like. So this is the talks of love. But all of this comes when a person goes looking for that salah. There's a lot to get here. My zikr is going to be taking place. Immediately now when I walk for my Fajr Salah, I walk for my Asr Salah, I say, I just have to get there. Then when I get there, I say, but this Salah has promised it's going to make me a Nuri. And it's going to take me out from Nar. So it means this is my vitamin. So in this five minutes, I must take so much charge from the Salah. I must not enter it and say, I'm tired, half falling asleep, when it's going to finish, just waiting for it to finish. Because it is going to finish. Same five minutes. I'm going to enter it just to get a full charge. Because this has to take me out of that evil. It has to change my mind, change my heart. just to make the nari into a nuri. May Allah grant us all shok for salah. And when we come, it's that same amount of time just to do it with a little bit of extra feeling. To make it little fine. This is the meaning of ihsan. When people ask, what is tasawwuf? So many of the mashayikh would have said, you know, hadith Jibrail. Jibrail al-Islam asked about Iman. Then he asked about Islam. He said, the books of fiqh, they help you in this. The books of aqaid, they help you. He said, then he asked about Ihsan, which meant now to do something well. He said, the maqsad of the sawf was this year. That we're not asking for any more now. We're asking that what the little you're doing, doing it nicely. That is called Ihsan. Normally the word in Arabic is itqan. Itqan, meaning when you do your work, do it properly. When a person looks at the salah, my dhikr is going to be taking place. By Allah, how did you leave my servant? Now I'm thrilled to be here for the salah. I just needed to get here. Because in between, my Allah is not asking, how was I lazy? He just needed, I needed to be there for the asr. I can't miss that fajr. My dhikr is going to take place. May Allah make us all mushtaq of salah. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alayhi.